And how you guys doing? Welcome to the show. Sad state of affairs, man. Uh, Hell's Angels Clubhouse went up in flames. It looks like one person was taken to the hospital. We're going to be talking about that, as well as a couple more stories related to the Hell's Angels. But damn, man, this first one is pretty cool, if you ask me. And this one is out of the News Journal Online. Bike Week fan Denise Beaver is going to be traveling from Jacksonville to attend her 50th straight Bike Week. 50-5-0! That is beautiful stuff right there. That's hardcore, actually. She ain't that bad looking either for her age. Uh... Bike uh, Week superfan Denise Beaver outside her Jackson, Florida home Tuesday, February 15th. That's that picture right there. Uh, She's 69 years old with her Thunderbird Blue 1998 Harley Davidson Heritage Softail. And she is preparing for her 50th consecutive Bike Week. Beautiful stuff. Awesome. And there's uh, pictures of her right there. Uh, some of the old stuff, it looks like. Uh, the, well, let's see what she says here. Denise Beaver with photos of her mother and father, both of their motorcycles. Tuesday, February 15th. Uh, then it uh, starts talking about it again. Uh, then uh, back of a license plate. And it just talks about the pictures and stuff. Cool stuff, man. Uh, it has a picture of her dad, World War II. Oh, yeah, man. A lot of pictures, a lot of history right there with a map, everything. But this is going to be your 50th straight bike week. Awesome stuff. Going out to Modesto. This out of Yahoo News. Former VP of Modesto Hells Angels was sentenced to five years in prison for conspiring to distribute marijuana and heroin. Why do they even charge marijuana anymore? It's legal there. Why? Because they ain't getting their cut. That's the only reason they're charging for that. Now, heroin, on the other hand, stupid move. Uh, U.S. Uh, Attorney's Office for the Eastern District of California announced... Uh, Schaefer was arrested, he's 34, as part of a years-long investigation into the Hells Angels Motorcycle Club. He pleaded guilty in July to conspiracy to distribute in possession with the intent to distribute heroin and marijuana. Investigators obtained a court-authorized wiretap for his phone. Calls and messages revealed Schaefer conspired with an incarcerated former Hells Angel member to smuggle heroin into Pleasant Valley State Prison in Fresno. Big money in that game, anyway. Uh, Several agencies worked on the investigation, including the FBI, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, uh, Internal Revenue, Criminal uh, Investigation, Modesta. Man, they had everybody involved in this one. One guy, all this. Sad state of affairs. 
Uh, multiple other uh, Hells Angel officers and members were arrested. Oh, okay, it's more than one. Have faced charges over the past two years in uh, relation to an, uh, the extensive investigation. Club member Ricky Blackwell was sentenced to six and a half years for possession with intent to distribute cocaine and possession of a firearm in furtherance of a drug trafficking offense. That out of Modesto, former VP, he got five years. Now, there's a picture of the South Bend Clubhouse right there for the Hells Angels. I think the second floor is what uh, caught on fire. This out of 953M or MNC. One person was hospitalized with smoke inhalation after a fire broke out at the Hells Angels Club on West Western Avenue in South Bend. South Bend fire crews were called to the area around 5.45 a.m. on Wednesday, February 16th to find smoke and flames coming from the second floor of the building. Traffic was blocked at Western and Cayley for about two hours while crews doused the flames. The Red Cross was called to help two occupants of the building. There was no immediate word about the possible cause of the fire. Again, that was on the second floor in South Bend. We're hoping that everybody is all right in this fire. We got our firefighters out there helping people. Over to Crazy Ozzy's, man. Uh, let's see here. Red Bubble Hell. That's uh, Hell's Angels are launching legal actions against them. And they are an online retailer after discovering their artwork for sale on the website. Uh, the online marketplace is being sued by the Australian arm of the bikey gang. Why can't they just say a Hells Angels Motorcycle Club on this one? Over claims it infringed on the Hells Angels trademark when novelty items bearing the gang's logo were displayed on their website. What's even worse is all the clubs have to deal with this when it comes to all these Chinese companies throwing these knockoff freaking packages they really don't care about whose patches they're printing or any of that stuff. And it's sad. It really is. And what's even more sad is the people who go and buy the damn things. Uh, the gang last year took Red Bubble to court after finding there had been seven incidences where Hell's Angel artwork featured on the website in the 12 months to January 2021. One was removed after 12 days, but another remained available for purchase for almost a year. Trademark officers for the outlaw motorcycle gang became aware of the first breach of the trademark in early 2020. Hell's Angels alleged Redbubble, which launched in 2006 in Melbourne, allowed its namesake artwork and logo to be uploaded and made available for printing on items like T-shirts, face masks, and beer holders. So it's kind of a print-on-demand type of deal that they were doing. And I really don't know what kind of 
blockade or if you will or steps that a lot of these places can take i don't know if they got algorithms or a way to find out trademark items that people are uploading the print shirts on i can imagine it's hard but it's not hard to put algorithms in place as well it's funny with our trademark stuff we'll notice right away because there's some off things that we put in our logo that we'll recognize and a lot of people won't. But the Hell's Angels Death Head is the most recognizable within the club scene. I do not know who's idiot. They're idiots. Idiotic to want to print something like that. But that's the kind of people that the internet has now spawned. Sad state of affairs, it really is. Yesterday, I did a short video, a short, on my thoughts about Shaggy's Corner being taken down. It was not by YouTube, as many are assuming. Black Dragon actually covered this subject on a video. And the short was my thoughts on it. I think it's a big loss to the motorcycle club community that he was asked to take it down because one percenters and a lot of other motorcycle clubs, they do not get a voice, which is very important when stuff in the news comes out. We cover it every day. And it was nice to get somebody's perspective on what's happening in that scene. I kind of have a, a chip on my shoulder on how it all went down. And I think it all dates back to the National Geographic response. You had uh, guys with uh, podcasts talking, and they really didn't know what the hell they were talking about, especially behind the scenes. And some didn't have any experience at all to call out Shaggy. And that was the sad part. And then one of the uh, motorcycle club uh, rights organizations pulled some shady stuff, man. Stuff that would have never been pulled a few years ago. But hey, that's their business. It is what it is. I'm just giving my opinion on the subject. And my opinion is it really does suck because he was seen as putting out the truth according to him. And now the channel had to be removed. That's what way it is with clubs. I've talked about this in another video, another segment. It's just you can't have a channel. You can't get into this type of stuff if you're an MC. And if you are an MC and you're being allowed to do this stuff, know that people think you talk for your club. I don't care how you try spinning it, but you are the face of your club. So just remember that. Be careful because that's the way everybody looks at it. It might not be that way, but that's just the way it is. That's the way this business runs. 
So anyway, I'm going to go over to the second segment right now. You can hear the replays of the entire show over on Spotify and all that good stuff. You can also download the Insane Throttle radio app over on Google Play, InsaneThrottleTV.com. You can watch it or go to the Discord server. If I really thought it was hopeless, and if nobody ever really noticed, I bet I would've never even tried And here I am still alive Keep telling me I should stop dreaming And I won't amount to nothing, nothing About to lose my mind Do what I say Don't do what I do The blind lead the blind Who gives a fuck about you? I'm reaching out for anything Cause I feel the weight of everything On top of me, top of me I'm a get it, I'm a get it Hard to wish upon a storm Keep calling but no one can hear you no more It covers me, covers me with Hollywood, baby. I'm your host, James Hollywood Boxcari. It's time to piss on some weedies. Here we go. Rock on, baby. Here we go, baby. What's up, everyone? How you guys doing? It is a cold Thursday night right now in Northern Illinois. My balls are so shriveled up. I can tell you they want to go up inside because it's so damn cold in here. I don't know what happened, man. Mother Nature is a motherfucking bipolar. She's probably the sister of China Dow. 
because they always had these mood swings and shit like that, and it's just like ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. We're going to have some fun on this show tonight. We're going to talk about a subject I'm going to start tonight and probably go into the morning hoot or motorcycle madhouse as we now call it because it's the second half. Armageddon. Yes, we're going to talk about something fun. Enough, enough, enough of all the other kind of talk. And how I got this idea was, you know, I was checking the YouTube stuff out, uh, seeing how the videos were going. And Nostradamus popped up. You know, I'm a history uh, channel buff. And Nostradamus came up and I was like, oh man, you know what? It's a full episode. Let's go ahead and take a look at it. And that gave me the idea of tonight's show. Everybody since the dawn of man has been worried about Armageddon. People think that they can foretell the future, which, you know, which. There were some good prophets in the Old Testament that could. Since then, though, there's been a lot of people that claim to be able to tell the future or see the future. Now, Nostradamus's uh, quatrains, as they call it, a lot of them, according to a lot of scholars, say came true. I say, do we interpret them not at the time they were written and the events that were going on back then, but we equate it to what's going on today? He claims there's going to be three Antichrist. Now, if you read the Bible from the man upstairs, it says you'll never know when it's coming. It's going to come like a thief in the night. Now, I'm not good at uh, quoting scripture, you know, just coming off the top of my head like everybody else is. I do know that, though. That's what was said. So when you hear these people... Saying, oh yeah, oh yeah, he predicted this, he predicted that. I have to say, you know, I'm very skeptical. You know, that's just like China, she believes in ghosts and shit. I don't know. Once one comes up and says hi, maybe I'll believe. Until then, I think when you die, your your soul leaves your body. Have you ever, everybody's done this. You go up to a casket, you look down, and you can tell that the body's empty. You can tell it, at least I can. And I don't got any good psychic powers. So I believe the soul goes somewhere else. Now you could argue it's reincarnation, which, you know what? I have to say I believe. I believe in that. Or it just goes to a place where, like, purgatory... Nobody's going to know exactly what happens until you're dead. And then when you're dead, you'll know the answer that all of us always worry about. I think we let our minds run wild, don't you? I really do. Now, looking into this, I guess 
the New York Post, they just put out a story about this. Nostradamus' predictions for 2022, cannibals, robots, and the rise of cryptocurrency. Isn't that like common knowledge? Common knowledge that this is already happening in our time. I didn't need Nostradamus to tell me this. I didn't. Now, it says for 2022, there's going to be inflation, starvation, cannibalism. Well, I think anybody could have thought of that, man. Everybody knows inflation's out the frickin'. It's crazy. It's cuckoo. I'll never yell at China Dow again about the grocery bill. Because when I went myself and I see a bag of freaking pizza rolls that cost 13 bucks, I'm pissed. Because I love pizza rolls. You know, she thinks I'm kind of gross because I love my pizza rolls with freaking ketchup. So when you see that, you know inflation sucks. And now with this shit and uh, with Russia and Ukraine, I guess they're firing across the borders right now. And then now gas is going up. Like, you know what? Like it really, really didn't hurt us before. And boy, we can go into why it's that high, you know, via the Keystone Pipeline being shut down on dumbasses uh, day one. And then they're trying to blame big oil, but it's not them, it's these assholes. Anyway, now they're claiming Nostradamus predicted the inflation and starvation will befall us in 2022. It said his writing was so high the price of wheat that man is stirred his fellow man to eat in his despair. True, true, very true. But does that, you know, pertain to us in the United States? I guess you could argue it could because, you know, just look at the California peoples, man. They're dealing with homelessness like it's going out of style. Problem is, if you watch some of those episodes on the news, I guess California is actually paying these people to stay homeless. That's just ridiculous, if you ask me. Now, U.S. inflation has been its highest in nearly forty de- or four decades, a lot of time. But they're claiming that he predicted it because he said... In 2022, so high the price of wheat that man is stirred, his fellow man to eat in, is in his despair. I think that's pretty broad, don't you? Pretty broad. Hell, I could have said that. Now, they're saying since he's way back in uh, the Middle Age type of deal... That, hey, he, 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 that don't mean you have powers. Now, he also said AI becomes MVP. Well, he didn't say that. But Nostradamus wrote, The moon in the full of night over the high mountain, the new sage with a long brain sees it, by his disciples invited to be immortal, Eyes to the south, hands in the bosoms, bodies in fire. Now, how the hell did they come up 
with that bullshit? How did they come up with that? How did they even equate that to AI? I don't get it. That's like insanity, man. I, I just don't understand where they're coming from. You guys got to let me know in Discord, man. Uh, does that sound like a robot? Now, they go on to say, while it's easily confused with lyrics, the passage appears to reference the escalation of artificial intelligence. Now, I do know, what was his name? That one in the wheelchair and shit like that. The smartest asshole ever around. Uh, I don't know, I, I forget the name. But, you know, he was like... Argh. All messed up. He said artificial intelligence could be the downfall of man. And you gotta, you know, you gotta think. You gotta think. That is true. Because as soon as they become aware, like in the Terminator, they're gonna try killing our asses. That's what's gonna happen. They're gonna try killing our asses. Or... You can remember that Robin Williams movie? I actually loved that movie. Uh, when he was a robot and he was a cool motherfucker and shit like that. And he made up all kinds of organs and stuff. Now that's a cool robot. But I know us as humans, we come up with a robot like, you know, that's halfway decent. They're going to be in a battlefield killing everybody. That's where us as human beings are just plain stupid and ignorant. Anything that we have good, we turn it into shit. That's just human nature. Now, Time Magazine's Person of the Year, uh, Elon Musk, I really love Elon, uh, he's taking robot making and moving its headquarters to Austin, Texas. Now, if there's going to man to get us to Mars, that's going to be him. So these are some of the predictions that they're saying in 2022 is going to come, uh, you know, ahead on us. Now, he they go on to say, and this has to be every year that they say this is pre uh, predicted. Heavy hits just keep coming on as NOS predictions are linked to astrological events. Now, mind you, a lot of these people in that time were into astrology and all that kind of stuff. Me, don't understand it. Could there be something there? Yes, there could be something there. But then they talk about severe climate change and based on this passage they say, for 40 years the rainbow will not be seen. For 40 years it will be seen every day. The earth, dry earth, will come more parched and there will be great floods when it is seen. So he's talking about a drought. That he is. But he's saying a nuclear strike is going to happen to it. Now, if you look at that passage and you say to yourself, how did this dude even in that century even know what a freaking nuclear weapon was? No, we're equating it to our time. I truly believe that. Now, would he have known about an asteroid or something that's coming hurling towards the freaking ground? Yeah, he wouldn't have known that. 
but I don't think he would ever known about freaking nuclear war. Some will say, well, he uh, he prophesied seeing a king killed and uh, Napoleon and Hitler because they use he used Hister. I don't know. Is it coincidence? Maybe. Maybe. Do I believe 100%? No, I don't. No, thank you. Uh-uh. I believe as men, we are in charge of our own destiny. Could there be an alternate reality? Yeah, there could be an alternate reality. Is it up to us to make sure that alternate reality don't happen? Sure. But should we, and by the way, I don't know if he rode his catrains in fucking Latin or how he uh, did it. But how do we know it's even being translated right into the language we know? For all we know, some asshole out there with some kind of shit that has a freaking grudge against everybody put some words in there. I don't know. Because we're in a dangerous time right now. We, ver- we really are. You know, with this Russian shit. Uh, you know what? Here's what I imagine with that happening. They're nego- it, it's a fa- it is a false flag operation. It's just the United States are dumb. They can't think about it right, I don't think. There's going to be a war that starts up in Ukraine. We're going to be so caught up in that bullshit. Next thing you know, China's going to attack Taiwan. They're going to do it as soon as all the world's attention's over there. And why are they going to do it? Because Biden's a fucking weak, let's say it, a bitch. That's my new phone, by the way. I'm trying to figure out how to turn it down and all that stuff. You know, I'm into these, uh, you know, I just went from a 16 gigabyte to a new one with 128 gigabytes and I still don't know how to use this fucking thing. Anyway, I just turned it off. I really, really wish China now would have looked at it because, you know, it took me two hours to figure out how to put a freaking SIM card in. Anyway, anyway, that's what I believe that's coming. Now, could a Nostradamus had freaking seen that? Maybe. But we have to equate it to his time, and there's not very much information on all their stuff from that time. Now, cryptocurrency, they put in there, and everybody knows cryptocurrencies around, so much so that the FBI has now put together a special unit to go over, you know, go after cryptocurrency. See, the United States government and all the governments around the world, they cannot stand that they have no oversight of what's going on with money. And that's exactly what cryptocurrency is. Yeah, there's a lot of black market under deals going on. But for them to actually form some shit like this, is unbelievable. It's just anytime you try to get away from the government surveilling you or getting in your business, 
it happens all over again. They try to find a way to make it look bad, to make it like you're doing something wrong, because, well, they don't get your cut. They have never learned, never, or they're making profit off of it, which, you know, then, you know, bring in the CIA, that drugs you're never, ever going to be able to control. Never. So if you keep them on a black market type of deal, people are going to die. People are going to be in prison. And what does that do? Prison equals money. So why wouldn't they want to keep doing that? I guarantee you half the senators and congressmen are invested in private prisons. So you have to ask yourself, is this on purpose or not on purpose? I think it's on purpose. And that's what's going on with cryptocurrency right now is they're trying to regulate it. And they can't. And I think that's the best thing possible as we go into the future. Some things you do got to worry about is your identity. Meaning, what if one day, and this has already happened, I heard, out in Europe. They put a chip in you, next thing you know, all you have to do is put your hand under a scanner and you buy something. I think that's some scary business, man. Letting a government actually you know, implant a chip in you? Everybody would be like, oh, we don't have to carry our wallets anymore. We don't have to do this. We don't have to do that. Oh, this is technology at its best. Man, fuck that. I don't want you knowing every time I pop somebody. I don't want you knowing every time I get head. Fuck that. That's exactly what they're doing. And it's bad enough the NSA openly admits that, yeah, every phone call you make, everything is being tracked. That's why they don't like Edward Snowden. I love Edward Snowden, man. He put it all out there for us to see. And some of the whistleblowers about Facebook, see, uh-uh, not me and Facebook. Fuck Facebook. Like I always say, I'll use it for the business to automate it. Other than that, I have nothing to do with Facebook. Because they are evil people. That Mark Zuckerberg is evil to the core. And what they're trying to do now with the metaverse, they're trying to make it where you rely entirely on them. Come on, people are buying freaking virtual real estate for $500,000? Are you fucking stupid? So you can, what, look through your VR headsets and shit? That's where they want to, you know, bring people. They want to control them. If you ever see these futuristic movies, it kind of freaks you to fuck out. It does. It freaks you to shit out. Because it's at our doorstep right now. We're in that age. We're going to be living through it. And God, do I feel sorry for my uh, grandkids. You know, the twins are, what, a year or two old now? 
in 50 years when I'm long gone, they're going to be living in a world we don't even recognize. For one, you got flying motorcycles now. It's in the development of the second stage, which I think is cool. I got to get me one of those, as Will uh, Smith says. But other than that, life as we know it won't be the same. Everything is going to be tied virtually. And what does that do for someone other than keep them away from real human interaction? It's scary. It really is. We're going to come back. I'm going to talk about Edgar Casey.
She then disappeared, reappeared An hour later, cheesing ear to ear I thought, hell, I need to try and get back there When she unzipped her pants and said, looky here censorship no pc only biker fun and entertainment it's hardcore again go over to roco tv and add the insane throttle tv app now rock on are you ready it's the first thing i switch on and now for my next number i'd like to return to the classic the top ready WMMR DB Rockford. Oh, yeah, we are back, baby. You know what? Messed up, man, you guys. I'm telling you, messed up. With you guys always asking about this freaking uh, sex shit with this swinger stuff. Uh, Hollywood, is there anywhere... Let me see here. Come on. Okay. You want you know what hog rock I heard is real out there as far as a great time 
But if you're looking for some hardcore stuff, some hardcore adult type of rally, uh, where you want to be freaky and all that bullshit, there is the Black River Rumble. And that is Thursday, June 23rd through June 26th. Now, this ain't your run-of-the-mill rally, man. This one is actually, in the old days, was featured in Outlaw Biker magazine. And you'll see a lot of naked people, a lot of fucking going on, because it's at Camp NCN. Uh, Let's see here, the event description, uh, Bikes, Babes, and Beers, the Black River Rumble, and this is coming off of Cyclefish, is rated one of the top wildest bike bashes in the USA. And it is. It is a bash. Uh, let's see here. Skin to win contest, clothing optional, private beach, burnout pits, indoor bar, dance floor, two stripper poles that are being used nonstop, and lots more adult fun. Meaning you're going to be doing a lot of fucking if you're lucky. Uh, on 60-plus beautiful acres of wooded campground, complete with modern bathrooms and showers. They have cabins, chalets, and trailers to rent if you don't want to pitch a tent. They also have a full pull-through or just electric sites for an extra fee. And you have to be 21 and over to attend. And if you're offended by nudity and sexual content, do not attend. So hopefully that answers your question. That's in Black River Falls, Wisconsin. CampNCN.com is their website. I'm telling you guys, it's pretty fucking, uh, it's out there, man. I don't know if you guys ever been to a swingers club. This is like uh, 10 times what you'll find at a club like that. It's not somewhere you want to bring uh, <laughs> somebody that's a prude. Because they, they will be, man. You think I, you know what? Everybody talks about hog rock. And we're going to be seeing that. And seeing how wild it gets. But I know because I've heard a lot of people talk about the Black River Rumble motorcycle rally. And like I said, if you're not homely looking... Or you got some common sense, you're going to get laid, man. You're going to run right in the middle of an orgy. I'm talking there'd be like freaking 10, 15 people up in there getting their nuts off. Women are wild. They're hot looking. It's, you know, basically it's a single man's dream. I'm not going to lie, it's a single man's dream. Whatever you do, because you're a bunch of freaks when you're looking at Pornhub... Now, some might say, hey, I'm doing research. Okay. I say that all the time. But whatever you see on Pornhub, times that by 10 at one of these parties. It's just way out there. These people not a party. And they are not embarrassed one iota about partying. They make regular bikers look like child's play. It's true freedom, if you ask me. Remember that? Everybody talks about freedom. 
Well, this is like freedom from the 60s type of shit. Now, I don't know if they passing around the, you know, marijuana, but they sure the hell are having fun on something. I don't know, man. I wish, uh, <laughs> you know, China, we should go to that one, too. <laughs> it's June 23rd through uh, June 26th. But like I say, if you're not used to that kind of stuff, I wouldn't even try going because you're going to be freaking like, oh my God, did that just fucking happen? Yeah, you're going to be like that. Little news right now. There is our own convoy happening. The Freedom Convoy is taking shape right here in the United States. It looks like they're going to be going from California to Washington, D.C., this week's Rumble, we're going to be on the Rumble uh, channel. Uh, China Doll, myself, we're going to have special guests, uh, Grandpa, Grandpa Slayer and Dark Soul. We're going to be talking about the, the concept behind Freedom Convoy. What's its purpose? Where is it leading us to? The whole nine yards. Interesting now that ours is starting to happen. And boy, did uh, Justin Trudeau fuck it up in Canada, man. He's got everybody pissed off. He said that if you support the truckers, what's their favorite line? You're a white supremacist. You know what? You just want to kick one of them assholes in the balls one day. And it's funny. It's like you're embarrassed to be white, you cocksucker. <laughs> anyway... Let's go to, a, uh, a, you know, change gears here. We were talking about all these prophets, the end of the world shit. We talked about Nostradamus. This one is interesting, though. Edgar Casey. Now, he's a more modern type of seer, as they call it. And they even got a foundation for this guy. Now, he went from helping for bodily aches and stuff like that. You know, like, you know, herbal medicine and shit. Ancient stuff he went by. But he discussed a wide range of topics. And what caught my eye was the ancient stuff. Now, he's been known to talk a lot about Atlantis. A lot about it. Now, if you look, especially at the Yuka, Yucatan uh, Peninsula with uh, the Mayans, and I'm not talking about the show, dumbasses, but them and then the ancient Egyptians, you got to say to yourself, wow, there was an ocean of water that separated the two continents or was there? Because he talked about another continent between North America and Europe and Africa. But it's now underwater and they found that. So you have to say to yourself, well, there's pyramids, the step ones in Mexico, you know, Central America. And then there's early pyramids up in Egypt that were step pyramids first before the ones we recognize now. And you say to yourself, 
Well, damn, man, how did two different civilizations come up with the same shit? That's what gets me thinking where, well, wait a second, that ain't entirely possible, is it? Unless they're from the same civilization that had the same type of building skill, engineering skills, all that. I quite possibly think that it could be possible. And that's what he, that's the stuff with Edgar Casey I can kind of relate to. Now, the Essenes, be, more than 11 years before the Dead Sea Scrolls were found in 47, Casey provided a great deal of information on a Jewish sect called Essenes. Casey claimed that in the Essene society, men and women lived and worked together towards a common goal of preparing for the birth of Christ. Scholars, however, yeah, they're such scholars, look what the fuck they got us into with this COVID shit, believe that the Essenes were a, Maso uh, Manon, what is it? a Masonic society composed exclusively of men. It was not until archaeological, archaeological excavations occurred after Casey's death that his psychic information was verified. Eleven years before the Dead Sea Scrolls were found. Now, the life of the man upstairs, Jesus. Before the discovery of the Dead Sea Scrolls, Casey's readings revealed the life of Jesus as one rich in teachings, spiritual lessons. Now, he claims, and you know what? There is a lot of uh, Jesus' early life left out. And this is where I can believe this. Traveling to India and Egypt to learn from master teachers. A lot of what Christ taught was a lot based on Buddhism. A lot of it. So, you know what? Maybe he did go down there. I don't know. I don't know it. Uh, that led into the, you know, culmination and manifestation of Christ and how he advised us and all that type of stuff. Now, getting into something more interesting where I was like, damn. In about 1,200 readings in Egypt, he revealed the origin, purpose, and prophecies of the Great Pyramid and the Sphinx. Now, you have these supposed scholars saying the Sphinx ain't old. Bullshit. You to tell on the side of them freaking on that Sphinx that there's water erosion. And that could only have happened when that area was flushed in water. That I believe 100%. Now, Casey claims in, I don't know, his own past life as a priest, Rata, anybody could have came up with that. Now, that I doubt. Who wanted to unify the spiritual teachings of people. Now, here is a reading from him, and this is 364.13. The Nile entered into the Atlantic Ocean. What is now the Sahara was an inhabited land and very fertile what is now the central portion of this country, or the Mississippi Basin, was then, and they're talking about also America here, all in the ocean. Only the plateau was existed. 
or the regions that are now portions of Nevada, Utah, and Arizona form the greater part of what we know as the United States. So he was talking about the geography back then, and that, of course, against his, you know, his reading. And his theory was confirmed in an article published in Science, August 1986, reported that the shuttle imaging radar from the space shuttle had discovered previously unknown river valleys beneath the driest part of the Sahara. It goes on to say, the satellite imaging on an on-site archaeological, I hate that name, uh, investigations, it appeared as though the present-day Nile had changed its course, once flowing across the Sahara through Africa, and into the Atlantic Ocean. So these things is, are being confirmed. Where in Nostradamus's time, it's all up into interpretation, if you ask me. Call me a skeptic, but I like, you know, foolproof going on here. You know, I'm kind of like a scientist. Show me the shit. That's like when China Dow says, hey, I believe in ghosts. I say you're full of shit. Until they talk to me, you're full of shit. I want to sit down. If there's a ghost, I want to sit down with them, crack a Coca-Cola, have a cigarette with them, and talk. I don't want to sit there, oh, this is what, I heard this, or I heard that, or this slammed. No, fuck that. Sit your ass down, let's talk. And if you're pissed about me being here, sit down and tell me why. We'll come to an agreement. That's one thing I don't like about the Catholic Church. I used to be Catholic until all the pedophilia bullshit. They have something called an exorcist team. And you got to say to yourself, is it mental health that causes some of this shit? Do they jump the gun? I don't know. I'm not that smart. Not that smart. But you have to be able to question people to get answers. We're going to be right back. We're going to go to Lips of an Angel here on Rockin' with Hollywood. We're going to come back and talk about some Atlantis from him.
out to all my low lives out there man we all low lives hell yeah let me see what he's doing right now let's see if he answers hey what's up man you're on the radio hey uh Sorry, I got to call you back. I'm on hold with Verizon. <laughs> oh, okay, man. We were talking about Edgar Casey and everything, man. I'll, I'll call you back. Can I call you on this number? Yeah, call me on this one. We'll, uh, you know, while I'm live, anyway. All right. All right, man. Going to ask him about this, man. You got to be on their phone with a Verizon and shit like that. What the fuck is wrong with you, B-Day? I've been trying to talk him into, uh, you know, starting himself a rap station because, you know, I've been having people asking me about that. There's no way. I don't know anything about fucking rap or hip-hop. Are you crazy? No. Anyway, going back to Edgar Casey with Atlantis. Now, Atlantis is a huge one. And I actually believe his story with this one. Atlantis was a highly advanced civilization, now he's saying, located from the Gulf of Mexico to Gibraltar. That's all the way to Europe. And that's why I said earlier, well, how the hell did they get a civilization in Egypt and then uh, in Mexico and have the same cultures? Well, there had to be a land bridge somewhere. Because it wasn't until later on when Leif Erikson discovered North America. And that was like a long time ago. I can't see them dudes dressed in grass skirts doing it by themselves. But who knows. He referred to Bimini as one of the mountaintops of ancient Atlantis. 
before the end of the last ice age 12,000 years ago, the ocean levels were at least 300 feet below the current levels. Now, the climate change, there are all these people freaking out about Florida. It might happen. Florida's low. I'd rather see California go down. <laughs> Anybody out there, you know, who's in Cali, hey, my fault, man. It's just, man, they communists out there on me. Uh, a bass island was in the area in those remote times rather than a chain of islands. Though the island does not appear to be a mountain today, 12,000 years ago, it was one of the highest points on the vast land formation in the region. Now, it's said through destructive misuse of advanced technology, which is very interesting. I believe it's in Africa. There's a place where there's nuclear radiation that they can actually detect and glass or you know what was it rock that turned into glass and that can only happen with fusion with a nuclear explosion something's with this and he says Atlantis was destroyed over a period of a thousand years and the final catastrophic event was 10,000 BC and that's the date where scientists put modern man at now over its years of destruct, uh, destruction Atlanteans uh, migrated to other parts of the world including ancient Egypt and the Yucatan now he also believes there's a hall of records now I don't know if you ever seen that Nicolas Cage deal where he's an archaeologist running all over the place trying to find this or find that very interesting stuff. Could you imagine if there was a Hall of Records? And they did say under the Sphinx, there is a cavern down there. But of course, the Egyptians don't want you looking at shit. They probably went in there already and got whatever the hell it was that was there. They don't even want you studying the pyramids without them up your asses. And I think that should be a, a world type of deal. Now, one of his readings, 57486... In those periods when the first change had come in the position of the land, there had been an aggressive peoples from the Alanian land and they built a city near the edge of the Sahara. Then another one, the one in the Alanian land that sank, which is very possible, very possible for land to sink. Uh, the continents that we see now, they weren't like that. Tens of thousands of years ago. Hell, where we live, we live on bedrock where the river used to be. And the river's like a block away from us. That's how far up this river used to be. And you define the rock. My whole freaking backyard's filled with these rocks. Uh, and another of the places of the records that leadeth from the Sphinx to the Hall of Records in the Egyptian land and another in the Aryan and Yucatan land, where the temple there is overshadowing the same. And he says the Hall of Records are going to be freaking found one day. I don't know. But it's just very interesting how people don't take the time to research something. Instead, they'll just believe it right out of the fucking uh, box. And you wonder why our world's so screwed up.
Because with the news media and stuff, it's like they got a control over all these people. They do it. They're controlling everybody just by their propaganda, and we let that happen. And look how bad the country's become. It really has. It's become a shithole. Parents having to fight for their kids' education or what officials can put on their faces. I never thought that we'd be in a position like this in this country where shit like this really did happen. But it just goes to show you, I think the whole lesson of, you know, these prophets are, you gotta have a mind of your own. You gotta seek your own knowledge and not take things just at somebody's word. Because if you do that, you're a schluck. That's what I got to say about that. Anyway, I'm going to be going into the Discord general chat for a little bit. I need to go get my Discord on. That way I can see some peoples and talk and all that good stuff. Uh, I like getting in there a lot more than uh, I, usually when I get uh, between breaks and stuff, uh, working and all that stuff because this shit's hard work, man. This shit's hard work. Anyway, I'll be there in Discord in a couple minutes. Sorry, Dragon. You missed out. And that's all for Motorcycle Madhouse this morning. Don't forget to go over to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Install Insane Throttle TV's channel over on Roku. As well as go get the Insane Throttle radio app over on Google Play. Rock on until next time.